Hello and welcome everybody to Web and Beyond Live for December 28th, 2020. Uh, I'm Ray Sidney Smith and I am president of W3 Consulting and managing director of W3C Web Services, which provides affordable web and WordPress hosting as well as domain name registration and other web related services for small business. Uh, Web and Beyond Live is my opportunity each week to come to you and talk about digital marketing, productivity technologies and all kinds of other things that are happening in the world of small business marketing. And with that, uh, let's get into our agenda for today. What I'd like to do for today is to talk about our social media updates for December 2020 and a couple of other new news items, and then we'll close out with some announcements. And so uh, with that, uh, let's start with, if you have any questions, feel free to leave those uh, comments in the chat. If we are after the fact, you can feel free to go ahead and uh, leave a comment, or you can tweet at us uh, at W3 Consulting on Twitter and all that other fun stuff. So feel free to always reach out if you have any questions based on what we're talking about. Uh, what I'd like to do is to cover some news that has been happening in the world of Facebook and just kind of give my commentary there because I think it's useful for us all to uh, be aware of what's going on. So in essence, uh, Facebook uh, put out a uh, you know series of ads in essence, uh, kind of attacking uh, Apple recently. And I just wanted to bring this up on screen because you can, you'll can you get a better sense of the, uh, <laughs> the backlash that they've kind of received uh, because of it. So uh, as you can read here on screen, it says uh, Wired uh, Magazine uh, on their website put, nice try Facebook, iOS changes aren't bad for small businesses. And it says the social media giant uh, uh, would have you believe that Apple's privacy update will hurt the little guys, but Facebook's motives aren't so altruistic. And so let me explain what the backstory is here on this. In essence, uh, uh, Facebook went out and they put out these full page ads that in essence attacked Apple for an iOS 14 update to their system, which in essence would require the user to give Facebook permission in order to have their usage in the app tracked. And this is of course a, a big privacy advocates uh, dream come true <laughs> in a lot of ways, right? Apple is enforcing this privacy uh, functionality in their system and that is good for users. That's good for consumers generally on one side. On the other side, Facebook is basically arguing that by limiting Facebook's ability to be able to track that information, that small businesses who advertise using the Facebook pixel, that, that little uh, you know item that you might've come across in your having to uh, do some Facebook advertising, that Facebook pixel will then be blocked if the user decides that they no longer want Facebook to be able to collect that data on behalf of their advertisers. Uh, this is, of course will impact you as a small business owner. This is really uh, quite uh, important for us to take, uh, you know, to heart. Uh, but the reality is, is that with all things technological, uh, when uh, these kinds of things happen, uh, you know, the technologists need to just be better, right? They need to figure out how to do this in a way that is safe for users, at the same time as being uh, effective for we as small business. So while I do not believe that Facebook is doing this uh, before small business, I do recognize the challenge they have, right? This is Facebook's uh, opportunity to, uh, you know, in essence, uh, show themselves as being uh, supportive of small business. At the same time, uh, they're really, you know, uh, saying here that they, they want to be able to continue doing what they were doing before, which is, uh, in essence, uh, you know, uh, collecting that data from users and at the same time, 
um, you know, they, they're they're um, being pro small business. The the reality here is that I think that this will get worked out. I think that Apple and Facebook will inevitably find some kind of common you know ground to be able to work forward on this. Or Facebook will figure out their technology technology to be able to do this kind of tracking better. Uh, Google has been working on this technology themselves internally so that they can stop using cookies as a mechanism for tracking uh, information. Uh, so that we can have greater privacy. Google Analytics has been going down this road for a long time. We've seen over the past four to five years, uh, Google has been implementing newer uh, technologies to be able to anonymize more of the traffic that is coming from uh, the from website visitors so that people will have greater security. And this is all really in part, um, um, you know, by the the kind of the proliferation of new data protection laws like GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation in the EU. Australia now has a very strong uh, law and so does California now. Uh, so at least one of our states in the union has a pretty effective uh, data you know, uh, protection and privacy regulation uh, strategy. And now what we need really from all of you out there is to go to your representatives and make sure they know that you want a universal, something that is a, a federal legislation so that we all know what are the rules of engagement for us as small business. Uh, compliance is going to be very difficult when we have you know, 10, 15 states that all have their own various levels of data protection laws and we need a, a universal uniform code that we can work on so that we're not all working uh, you know, in different states, in different ways, in the ways in which we manage data and protect the data of our clients. So go out there and let your representatives know that you support a uniform uh, legislation for data protection uh, so that we know how to comply, how to, you know, enforce our compliance and make sure that we're staying above board in that sense. So. I don't, you know, a lot of these articles are calling for the end of Facebook in, in essence, that Facebook is somehow going to go away because of this. Uh, no, I, I, I imagine that some of the data will um, not be as good. Uh, you know, we're going to have some, uh, you know, the, the, the ways in which uh, ads are pushed today will not be as good. But Facebook has a bunch of engineers who are really smart and they'll figure it out. I really do believe they'll do what they need to do in order to make it um, better. Continuing on in the Facebook side of things, uh, Facebook recently, uh, because of these privacy rules in Europe, Facebook has decided to change its messenger platform. And that started uh, mid-December. Uh, and in essence, all platforms that connect, third-party applications that connect to Facebook Messenger uh, will basically be limited. Uh, so in essence, uh, if you were using, for example, Hootsuite, uh, Facebook me uh, private messages, comments, and replies that were received in the inbox will no longer display the profile picture of users. Uh, Facebook usernames and profile pictures will no longer appear in the inbox. This is in the inbox in Hootsuite. You, know, you have the inbox uh, that will show messages coming to you from those perspectives. Uh, it is no longer possible to mention other Facebook users or pages in public conversations in third-party apps, and audio, video, and file attachments received in Facebook private messages no longer appear in inbox or user interaction history. This is on Hootsuite specifically, but generally on third-party applications, you won't be able to see those. Im image attachments Image attachments will still appear in Facebook private messages and all attachments in public posts and comments are still supported. Um, a couple of other minor changes re regarding uh, streams and otherwise, uh, but in essence, Facebook is uh, working to 
reestablish these features with third-party applications. But if you're using something like Hootsuite, Buffer, and, and other kinds of tools like that, you're going to see some of these pieces uh, fall away while Facebook works to recreate them in a more secure perspective, uh, withstanding the European Union's uh, coming down hard on them uh, to uh, fix these issues. So just be be aware that if your system for some reason is not showing something for some reason, uh, there's a good reason for that. And that is that the EU has decided Facebook needs to make those changes. Okay, moving along to some Twitter news. Uh, Twitter, uh, as I noted last week, is sunsetting uh, Periscope. In essence, the uh, and that's probably why we started a little bit late today, uh, having a little bit of trouble uh, with reestablishing the Periscope live in the broadcasting studio that we're using. The the Periscope platform is going to be going away, uh, going live on Twitter. Uh, as I understand it, is not going away. That's going to be fine. Uh, it's just going to be a little bit of a different way, which you know all the various broadcasting software that are out there are going to need to figure out how to do that effectively uh, because uh, starting both last week and this week now, I've had trouble connecting uh, on the Periscope side. So we'll figure those pieces out. But just so that you're aware, we are now going to see uh, uh, Twitter making some changes here. You can see they they just acquired a screen sharing and video chat startup called Squad. Um, and so this is all going to be shut down and they're probably going to bundle that team into their Twitter live platform and those features that were in squad will maybe show up in Twitter live somewhere. So very interesting that Twitter is making kind of a move here to go after the, you know, obvious uh, popularity of TikTok and Instagram reels and Snapchat uh, spotlight now and so on and so forth. These short form video YouTube shorts is coming in 2021 as well. So we've got some other, uh, competition there in the market. So uh, there goes that piece. Okay, uh, let's see. Moving right along. I don't know why my system is giving me a little trouble today here. Let's try this again. All right. I had a a window open and it's not showing me on my screen. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, and here we go. All right. Wonderful. So next up, some, uh, some stuff out of YouTube. So YouTube put out their uh, cultural and trends report for 2020, and they did it in a really unique way. In essence, they published a video uh, uh, cultural, uh, culture and trends report. And it's, so it's a whole series of different videos, which made it a little bit difficult for me to scan. I'm a reader more, more so than I am a video watcher. And so <laughs> it was a little bit interesting to, to do this, but in essence, you can um, find this. Uh, I'll put a link to this in, in the video description as well as in the show notes of the podcast episode uh, later. So when you're listening to this or watching this later, you'll see those uh, links below. But in essence, when you go to this video report, you will now see uh, this, uh, this whole um, uh, video series, in essence, where you can now access the uh, the report. And as you scroll down through the page, there are seven different sections of this page, you will see the report kind of open up. And then you see chapter one, and you'll see the various videos that are uh, in the system, and you can watch all the various videos. So they kind of talk about these things in, in sections or chapters. 
and they talk about how these pieces come together. So from uh, creators to the interactive audience, uh, they're really um, getting into all of the various pieces of this. It's well worth watching uh, to just kind of get an idea about what is happening in video and how things are really uh, changing in the face of not only the coronavirus pandemic, uh, but also just generally more video is coming, more content is being created, and more people are interacting with content in very unique ways. And so this report kind of tries to highlight that for folks. And I thought they did an effective job of doing that, uh, even though they did it in such a way that <laughs> I necessarily wouldn't want to consume uh, this, but I'm, I'm glad that they put it together. Okay, next up is Another bit of, of, of uh, YouTube news here. Uh, and so YouTube every year for the past 10 years has done the Streamy Awards. And uh, and so the Streamy Awards is the uh, basically the time when they award various creators who are doing uh, you know video and, and live stream work in, out there in the world. And so this is uh, this year's creators winners. If you go to streamies.org, you can scroll through and see all the various winners. I, I'm just pointing it out to you because there's some really interesting pieces here. One, uh, nearly um, you know, a third of the winners are TikTokers. Uh, you'll see here that there's um, one Twitter, li Twitter live, Twitter video person on here, which is Sarah Cooper, the comedian. And so it's just interesting to go check them out and see what they're doing. And you're going to see the, the things that are engaging for their audience. And if it matches up with your business, it will make a lot of sense for you to be able to uh, take some lessons there. It also shows all the past winners. So you can kind of see the progression of different people who have been winning over the course of the year, uh, but they have creator of the year, they have show of the year, uh, and um, then they have international and individual awards and so on and so forth. So lots of different categories of, of awards. And um, yeah, but it's really interesting to just see what other people are doing and learn uh, from those. And you can go ahead and check out the uh, 10th annual uh, winners. Okay, uh, next up is Pinterest put out this predictions report. And so uh, I think for the past two years or so, they've been putting out this uh, predictions report. In essence, this is the summary of the report. And they show what they believe based on their data are going to be the trends to come in the coming year. And they uh, they list what the various percentages are they think will be increased. Now, of course, this is data from within Pinterest for boards, but it's just useful for you to be able to take into account. So if you're in the well-being space or travel space, food and beverage, here they have some, some boards on home and fashion. And I think down here at the bottom, they have ones on hobbies and interests. And then here, digital decor, phone decor is the new home decor they're talking about, how people are going to be wanting uh, wallpapers and other kinds of, uh, you know, uh, content in those cases to be used and people posting on Pinterest will be able to go ahead and access those features. So just a very interesting report. I will again link to this also and I highly recommend checking it out because it's worth just knowing the uh, kind of predictions that Pinterest are making about what kind of content is going to be uh, trending um, in 2020 uh, on their platform. I did want to point out that 2020 was really the year of the alt uh, tech uh, social networks, uh, these uh, akin to um, Parler and MeWe and so on and so forth. Interestingly enough, they are um, and have been known for where conservatives have started to kind of congregate, uh, but as well as where 
really some, um, you know, kind of very far right and extremist groups have started to go as well. So, you know, Parler, um, you know, known for having, you know, the Nazis and, and other kinds of white supremacist groups going there and, you know, being doing all of their, you know, craziness. Uh, MeWe has also been kind of a platform where they've, you know, they're known as the anti-Facebook, uh, Facebook, and uh, they're pro-privacy, and which is why I brought this up on screen, and I'll, I'll explain it in a moment. Uh, but they have also had, you know, alt-right folks coming to it, talking about anti-vax uh, movement, uh, you know, stuff and all kinds of other things. And so we, we know that there is a proliferation of people um, coming to these platforms. Uh, there's two sides of the coin though here, right? There is an opportunity for small business owners to uh, navigate into new waters where new users are going to be, are going to find them. And especially in an environment where privacy focus is important and people are starting to come to these platforms for that level of privacy and freedom in that sense. At the same time, we have to be conscious of the fact that going into 2021, we're going to continue to have to navigate these very sensitive waters as it relates to politics and cultural division. And so we we have to just be be mindful of that. I've been actually fairly active on MeWe with regard to our W3 Consulting uh, page on MeWe. And the uh, goal is to kind of see whether or not this platform is going to grow. It currently has between maybe seven and 15 million users. I'm not really sure. I've been looking at the various uh, publicate, published data on it. Uh, it looks to be in that kind of range. Uh, they were estimating to have 40 million users by the end of 2020. I have no idea. It depends on how quickly you know many of these uh, people who who were flocking from Facebook came to MeWe versus say Parler or these other platforms. And the uh, the real understanding I have about all of this is that more and more people are flocking to the likes of Snapchat, the likes of MeWe, the likes of Parler, and so on and so forth, because it provides greater uh, levels of privacy. People are really seeking to, to socialize in environments where they don't feel like they're being used. Uh, and Facebook seems to be the, the exemplar of being used out there on the market. And so here, uh, MeWe has this privacy bill of rights and the CEO, Mark uh, Weinstein and his team put this together. And I think it's pretty good in the sense of being able to just understand uh, why and what is going on uh, in social networking and how if you run, say, a membership platform or you're planning on uh, having a product website where people can engage with each other, it's important for you to be uh, mindful of the fact that these kinds of things actually help to increase people's trust in the brand. So here they go. You own your own personal information and content, uh, and, and it's explicitly not theirs. They're, they're noting that. They don't use uh, targeted third-party advertisements or targeted third-party content. In essence, they're saying they are uh, only doing first-party advertisement, meaning they're advertising themselves on the platform and or they're charging you for services. So in the case of MeWe Pages and other uh, you know, uh, pro features, they are charging for those things. You have full control over your newsfeed, so they're not using an algorithm to be able to manipulate the newsfeed. They've got some really good stuff here. So I would highly recommend you checking out the, the MeWe's Privacy Bill of Rights and um, figuring out whether or not this is right for your business. And the um, the other components there are just, um, you know, it's like take paying attention to the fact that as we move forward in, in social media, there is a huge interest in from the consumers in privacy and otherwise. And then last but not least is to close out the year, a little bit of happy um, uh, 
uh, <laughs> content, I suppose, in the sense that TikTok is doing a buy 2020 and a uh, welcome 2021 hashtag. And this is related to a uh, New Year's Eve party they're ho hosting. Uh, so in this December 22nd update, uh, in their community for uh, you know uh, blog, they noted that they are actually hosting this uh, uh, the live party. Uh, uh, it's going to start on the thirty first at nine thirty uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and to use those two hashtags, uh, which were of course uh, by twenty twenty and welcome twenty twenty one. But they also embedded in here this really interesting uh, little bit of, of news, which is that in addition to live party, they're doing this uh, live party, they're also uh, launching new effects for the holiday season, which are only coming to the iPhone 12, 12 Pro, and 12 Pro Max. And I'm curious whether and how much Apple paid for them to do this. But either way, this is going to provide a snow background and confetti celebration features. Uh, this is using the the new LiDAR uh, scanner technology built into the iPhone 12, 12 Pro, and 12 Pro Max. So the effects will go live on December 26th, which was uh, a couple days ago. And now uh, these iPhone 12 users will be able to create these unique videos in celebration of the new year. So it's going to provide the snow ground, snow snow background playground and confetti celebration uh effects and uh so pretty interesting and and useful i think again you know as a small business you want to be can think you want to be thinking about what can you use in terms of uh, you know, just interesting um, components of all of these things. How How is this going to work into your brand? Uh, is this capable of doing that, especially if you have a lifestyle brand and or you're in the health and wellness space where you're really talking about the new year and, um, you know, putting a positive uh, spin and mindset on on all of thing, all the things. So um, just keep that in mind as we move forward. And uh, and so then I just have a couple of announcements and then we are going to close out. So let me find my announcement and then I can go ahead and <laughs> tell you them. Uh, so, uh, oh, great. All right. So um, as you all know, uh, I run a community called Web and Beyond Community. And if you didn't know, I run a community called Web and Beyond Community, and we'll be growing that in 2021 uh, really exponentially. I'm really looking forward to growing the community. So if you go to www.webandbeyond.community, you'll be able to join us there in the community. You'll have to fill out the little sign-up form, and then we'll approve you into the platform, and uh, and then you'll be on, and you'll be able to experience it all. Inside the community, we have a whole series of events, including our roundtables, our small business virtual roundtables. We have 12 of those a year. They start on the first Tuesdays of the month at noon Eastern, and so you'll be able to join us for those. Uh, starting this uh, first uh, Tuesday of the year. And so uh, that one will be announced uh, likely in the next day or so, probably uh, tomorrow we'll have that out. So if you're listening to the podcast or watching this afterward, uh, this it will be uh, posted uh, tomorrow or today. That is uh, the 29th of December. So um, so we have that one that'll be announced. Then we have our upcoming webinars, our Web and Beyond webinars. So those are done twice monthly, and the webinars are on different topics around digital marketing and productivity for small business. If you go to w3cinc.com forward slash events, you'll be able to find all of the uh, signups for those things. Our first two webinars of the year are going to be, uh, in essence, the um, the the second try <laughs> of our lessons from a year going live on January 7th. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, which um, forced us to cancel the, the last one. And so lessons from a year going live will be on January 7th. And then on January 21st, I believe it is, let me just verify and make sure it is the 21st there. 
uh, yeah, so it'll be the 21st. We will be doing the Web and Beyond webinar for uh, the podcast marketing changes you need to know. And so those are going to be all about the various podcast marketing changes that have happened in the world. And so you'll want to go and check those out. So if you go to that uh, link on screen, W3C, W, the number three, CINC.com forward slash events, you'll be, able to, you'll be able to find them and sign up for those and register them, register for them. Uh, then last but not least is... Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, those are all my announcements. <laughs> We've come to the end of our time together uh, for this week. If you've enjoyed the live stream, feel free to click the thumbs up icon that just helps us make new small business friends. And so thank you for doing that. If you have a question, comment, if you have a, a message you want to send, uh, you can tweet or message us at W, the number three consulting on Twitter and most of the other socials, uh, or you can leave a comment on the video itself. Uh, we're here every Monday, typically at 11 a.m. Eastern. We usually start, you know, within a few minutes of the top of the hour, and uh, that'll be that. Um, I want to just uh, wish everybody a happy new year. I know that this has been a tough year for many small business owners, and uh, you've all been uh, toughing it out. And I just wanted to wish you all a wonderful and prosperous 2021 as we make our way through and continue making our way through the pandemic. I know it's not going to be easy for the next probably uh, six to nine months as we get vaccines into arms and people start to go back to hopefully some level of normative life. But there's hope. There's hope on the horizon, and I'm looking forward to continuing Web and Beyond Live and talking to you all each week about how to market and manage on the Web and Beyond. Uh, so with that, I'm Ray Sidney Smith with W3 Consulting and W3C Web Services. Take care, everybody.